Today we're here with Luke Sheely, uh, currently of NC State University. We're going to talk about podcasting for your personal brand. He has done some great work at NC State. Luke, tell us what you've done there and let, let's jump right into the topic. Absolutely. Yeah, so I've had an opportunity to work on a few different podcasts at NC State. Um, currently, I'm a producer and co-host for Hashtag Pass the Mic Youth, which is a youth-led uh, podcast about activism run through NC State's extension. Um, and so I have had the opportunity to speak with a lot of young activists about the work that they're doing. Well, we're, uh, as people in career change, transition, which we all are, uh, and who are not, we're, I guess we're activists for our own careers. Why do people need to know about this phenomenon of podcasting and how can it help our brands from your point of view? I mean, your generation, I'm, I'm going to have you speak for your entire generation, is has made podcasts pretty popular. But what do you see the value at your at your level from the from the student perspective? And then let's talk about the personal brand that it's creating for people. So tell us a little bit more about how you see it. Absolutely. Podcasting is certainly, as you said, a phenomenon. Um, and also the fact that it's growing every year. There are more people listening to podcasts every single year. I mean, certainly growing medium. And I think that there's also a lot of power in the medium of a podcast, which is just audio. So being able to intimately connect with a listener and um, share a large amount of information about your given subject and about your given expertise um, is a very powerful tool because I think podcasts as a medium are very focused on the content. So there's no visuals to distract you, or a lot of times there's no music to distract you, and it's very focused on the content. So I think very that allows... Good. Yeah, excellent. Uh, if if you're trying to develop your personal brand, you're trying to perhaps uh, bring out your expertise... Is it worth developing your own podcast? Is it worth even looking into participating in a podcast? Why would someone do that uh, uh, for their own personal brand from your point of view? I think being on a podcast or hosting your own podcast is a great way to both promote your own personal brand um, and also your expertise and how you can share your information with people and also um, present um, in a way that they will find value from. So I think one, uh, it allows you to promote yourself and let people know about you and what you're doing. And a lot of podcasts are very niche focused. So being able to connect with different hosts or different experts um, in your niche is a really powerful tool that directly um, connects with listeners. And two, I think it also allows you to practice presenting yourself and your personal brand. So it allows you to um, have a lot of experience in presenting your message to people and doing that in a space that um, also will sometimes have another expert there. And you can create a lot of really new, interesting ideas in that environment. Can we tell us what we could find uh, in terms of your production uh, on a podcast? If we want to just seek out and, and listen to what you've helped produce there at NC State, where would we go to find that? You can find hashtag pass the mic youth on all major podcast streaming platforms. And so when I say that, um, the main ones are Apple Podcasts is the biggest one, of course. And then there's also Spotify um, and Stitcher. And I think SoundCloud is used by a lot of people, too. I would say those four are probably the biggest um, 
platforms for podcast right now. Google just recently launched their own um, podcasting platform and allow people to download podcasts from Google. Um, But currently, the biggest market holder of podcasts is Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. Why do you feel like, from your point of view, and I'm going to have you talk for people under 25 years old that might be on college campuses that are into podcasts, they've listened to them for some years. How about over 25? What makes it relevant, uh, us who are over 25, uh, relevant to maybe younger folks, millennials, et cetera, uh, if we decide to jump into this forum and into this lane? There's a lot of famous podcasts, the Joe Rogan Experience or whatever, (laughs) uh, that we've talked about offline uh, that are out there that are pretty popular, usually done by you know, famous people interviewing other famous people. But if we're jumping into this medium, uh, what do you think it could do to help our brand? And why would millennials or others maybe be more relatable, uh, us to be more relatable to them if we're in this podcasting world? Do you think that would occur if some of us jump into this to expand our personal and professional brands? I think the biggest thing that um, is beneficial to both listeners who are under 25 and over 25 is really being able to um, understand your expertise in the podcast, whether that's you're a guest or you're a host. And I think that's the um, most important thing out of a podcast is are you sharing something that's unique and that offers value to people? So I think a lot of people listen to podcasts um, as a way to grow themselves and to learn more about topics, especially um, very deep topics, um, things that you could spend your entire podcast talking about for maybe more than one episode. Um, for example, um, even as just a student, um, one of the things that I work on here at NC State is a, um, a student organization that works on sustainable development. And so we um, listen to an entire podcast all about gutters and how to build gutters um, in all sorts of ways. It was like a 45 minute podcast about gutters. I learned so much just about um, <laughs> gutters. It was, it was honestly incredible. Um, the amount of content that they were able to put in there about this sort of random subject that I don't think you could find in any other medium. Um, and so that we use that to build a rainwater catchment system um, from that podcast. Well, I know that you're an environmental engineering major. Is that right? Exactly. Yes. So that would be very relevant to you. Now our next door neighbor, my next door neighbor, a few years ago, decided to work on his own gutters, probably following a podcast or a YouTube video, and we heard a scream and he fell and broke his arm. So um, these these podcasts and YouTube videos can be dangerous as well now, can't they? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I would... <laughs> In the wrong hands. Don't believe everything you hear or see for sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What are Would you break down some of the more famous podcasts that are out there? Just kind of tell us why they're well-known, what they're doing, and even perhaps a, a couple, a little editorial on your part of, of what you see. What can we learn from some of the more famous ones that kind of perhaps come to mind? Break down a few for us. Okay, for sure. The most famous podcast, and I think the show that completely changed the landscape of podcasting is called Serial. And that was released in 2015 as an um, NPR production. And that got a lot of people into podcasting. That single show um, was able to really open up the medium and show people what was possible through the medium. So the entire show is sort of a true crime story about um, 
a young person who was tried for murder. And throughout the show, you are on a journey with the host. And she is a very intimate storyteller. It's not just about here's what happened to um, this young person. It's also about like what steps did she take to um, uncover the truth behind the story. And she really leaves it up to the listener, whether this person did it or not. At the end, there's really no full conclusion. But this was um, a multi-part podcast series. And since they've released several different seasons um, following different um, criminal activities and whether or not um, somebody is guilty, and so I think why this show was so popular, um, besides just being a very interesting, engaging show, is that it told a story and, and it told it really well from several different perspectives. So I think, um, of course, not everybody is going to have such high production values because that takes a lot of time and that can take a lot of money as well. But being able to weave story into your podcast, I think, is a very powerful lesson to be learned from that and a very powerful tool for podcast hosts. All right, so break down a couple break down a couple others for us. That sounds tantalizing in that almost like that storytelling radio hour mindset that works into the podcast sounds intriguing. What what else is out there? What should what can we learn from a couple more famous ones? Yeah, so you mentioned before the Joe Rogan experience, and I think the Joe Rogan experience is sort of an anomaly in the podcasting world just because of how long each episode is. Each episode is sort of like a marathon. You really have to commit to listening to the entire Joe Rogan experience, which um, is a, a pretty often reoccurring podcast. And um, each episode can be from like an hour and a half to three hours sometimes. And wow. I think the thing to be learned from there um, is that listeners are willing to um, listen to a podcast for an extended amount of time if they find it very engaging. And so he's certainly a very dynamic personality, but he also brings on a lot of very interesting and dynamic guests that have uh, a very niche experience. Like I think he brought on um, somebody who did a lot of work in um, like alien life. And so they were talking about <laughs> a lot of um, alien conspiracy theories. So bringing on people who uh, your interest, your listeners would find interesting I think is a, another very important part about um, increasing the amount of listeners you have and the value that they can gain from those uh, interviews. I saw that the, recently, I think just a, a couple of months ago, that two of the ladies from The Office uh, US television show started a podcast going through every episode. I think it was <laughs> Jenna Fisher and Angela, uh, her name, anyway, that... that people are really into it skyrocketed to, you know, first place because they give some of the behind the scenes of, of all those episodes and they take notes and some, you know, Dwight and the other characters call in, I guess, as their, I don't know if they call in as their characters or whatever. I need to go listen to that. But I, that one kind of interests me because everyone seems to like even the replay of the office. It, it almost never gets old. But what do you think of something like that? That's, that's kind of interesting. I haven't heard of that. That's amazing. Um, I'll definitely have to suggest that to some of my friends who are really into The Office. Um, <laughs> uh, apparently, that's a, a huge thing in my generation is to binge watch the entire series as quick as you can and then keep doing that. Um, but I think the thing to learn 
from that um, specific show is that they're offering a very new and interesting perspective on something that has been around for a long time. So obviously The Office isn't like a super new show, but these people are able to make it interesting again to some people who maybe haven't seen the show in a while or who are already very big fans of the show and they want to uh, see more content related to the show. So they're able to offer, like you said, the behind the scenes look and maybe some new content by like calling in some of the other actors who are still portraying their character and still in character so being able to <laughs> we'll see yeah so being able to, to sort of bring new light to something that other people have still talked about but do that in a new way i think is a great way to expand your podcast if someone was getting started uh on the journey of discovering whether their personal brand could be helped by by podcasting uh other than engaging with luke or or career pro or or us what are some of the things they should do as homework a little bit, uh, perhaps listening, perhaps getting some ideas? What, what are some of the things that people should do to kind of prepare to possibly either participate in a podcast or to create their own? What are, what's a to-do list, real early to-do list for them? Definitely. Um, if you are interested in looking at ways that you can start your own podcast. I think, like you mentioned, the number one thing you could do first is start listening to podcasts and also listen to podcasts in your niche. So if maybe you have um, a personal knitting brand or a knitting store, something you are looking at, seeing what types of knitting podcasts are available. And there's a lot, actually. Um, <laughs> and knitting, then, and knit, knitting and and gutter repair podcasts. That, that's, that's where the prime content is, absolutely. Um, I so had seeing, no idea. I had no idea. <laughs> And see, so seeing what um, other people in your field are doing and what they're talking about, I think is the first step. And then I think the second step is to actually go out and create your own podcast. Um, and it, what's great about the medium is that it is a very low level to entry. You can create a podcast on your phone, honestly, very easily. I've done that before when I was first getting started out. Your phone has a, a pretty powerful microphone if you are in a quiet space. And so you can um, have an interview with somebody, invite a guest on maybe, or it could just be you talking about um, something that you're interested in or something related to your personal brand. Um, and then once you have more experience, then I think it's time to look into more, well, how can I up my production values? How can I maybe market this through social media somehow or LinkedIn? Um, but I think the first step is really to just dive in and, and see what's out there and see how you can uh, have your own unique take as well. Well, from my point of view, I would suggest doing a lot of homework and, and preparing. If you're a career professional that's well into their field and just enamored with the podcasting world, certainly take notes and, and perhaps get with someone who can guide you through through it because it could be helpful to your brand. And, and just like anything that you're putting out there, video, audio, articles, it could, it, I wouldn't say it could be damaging, but it, it might have some unintended consequences if you get into an area where it looks, you know, maybe controversial or whatever, but have some guidance through it is what I would suggest. I love the fact that you just say for people to dive in and I really think they should do the research. I would just add that or just maybe just not a, a word of caution, make sure it's aligning with your personal and professional brand, and then, uh, you know, find some forums. Uh, my next question would be, as we're starting to wrap up, what uh, can people do to perhaps, instead of create their own right away or early on, can they, what's a way to participate in someone else's podcast? Because I think being a guest uh, like you are today on ours 
uh, could be helpful to the, the brand of someone and someone being interviewed on their expertise or their niche, as you say. Uh, how could you participate in a podcast with someone if you're interested in the medium? Yeah, I think that's a, a great way to be involved with the medium is certainly being a guest on someone else's show and it allows you to share your personal brand and your personal expertise with others. Um, I am not personally aware of any sort of like software or community group that specifically looks at matching hosts with guests, though I think that'd be a really interesting um, idea. But just talking to other people in your niche and your profession is a great way to learn more about what options are out there. There's, I'm sure, lots of Facebook groups related to your niche and what you're interested in. And a lot of times people on those groups may have their own podcast or uh, maybe you could create a, a post or something saying, would anybody like to uh, invite me to be a guest on their show? There's certainly sure. options out there. And I think another great one is um, if you are a fan of a show that's in your niche and that you feel like you could contribute on, reach out to them. A lot of people have their contact information, and I'm sure they'd be interested in hearing your perspective if you feel like you can share something that's unique to what they're talking about. Well, we really believe in a surgical way to go forward to build your personal brand. And we'll suggest these things to clients, and clients have done that and they've created their own content and written articles and books. So I like a little guidance there, but I love the fact that this world is so open. You don't necessarily have to uh, uh, get a, get cleaned up and look all clean for video and, and get your words in in less than 30 seconds, which sometimes when I've done some TV, uh, I guess, expert kind of add-ons to something related to employment or hiring or something like that, it's they might take a interview me for five minutes and take 30 seconds, maybe because my, <laughs> the content wasn't that great, but that's what happens. You can kind of slice it and dice it on video, but in a podcast, you really get to hear the whole thought. So I really do love and am intrigued that the uh, medium has advanced the way it has. Uh, the content's just pouring out of it. And if you don't mind, I have one bonus question as we wrap up uh, for you. You know, I see some of these podcasts of, of people like on the radio uh, who essentially the radio show goes to a podcast, but they also like film it. What's what's with that? It's it's almost like a, a running video or it's a part of the the podcast that you're, you're videotaping things. Tell me a little bit about that. That gets a little more into some sophistication that we're not really covering today. But tell me about that. Yeah, that's honestly a whole other world in itself, of course, is, is video and um, sharing your podcast through video like YouTube or something like that. Um, there are definitely a lot of podcasts that will film, like you mentioned, their entire radio show, like a call-in show or talking with right. a, a guest. And I think the reason why people do that is to uh, be able to produce more content to be shared on different platforms. There, Even though podcasting is a growing medium, it's certainly smaller than the audience that is out looking for videos. Um, and so that is a definitely another added step that people can do to try to um, reach more listeners. Um, and it also, I think, is a really great way to share your content. So being able to take that long video and then maybe chop a minute and create a little promotional piece about that episode, um, I think is a great way to share um, that episode and advertise that episode. And I think that's also another reason why people have found that um, method to be effective. Luke, this is excellent stuff. Uh, we know that 
this is a medium that continues to grow and will get even more sophisticated. I think it's going to be definitely helpful to people's brand. And as we wrap up, this won't be the first time I'm sure that we talk on the on the platform. And I'd like to interview you again on, on some other topics. And, and I know we, we may be going back and forth on that because we're both really excited and interested in this project and, and moving forward in the podcasting world. So look forward to the next time we speak. This has been really helpful and encouraging. And we'll talk very, very soon. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, John. You're welcome.